Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so grateful you are listening in. Thank you so, so much. Uh, I wanted to let you know that if you haven't seen it around or you're not on my email list, I do have, I am offering the clearings from the radio show a couple weeks ago called Does Money Give a Fuck? Uh, I am offering the clearings and the energetic contributions on audio and uh the clearing, um, there was one clearing that I did over and over in the show that I have on a separate loop. So if you would like those, you can either find it online, like just check my Facebook stuff and see if you can find it, or you can message me for the link. And depending on when you're listening to this, hopefully in the next few weeks, by the, say the end of September uh, or early October 2017, you'll actually be able to go to that radio show on my webpage and access the link to go get the downloads. So how cool is that? I am, oh my gosh, so freaking excited for this new webpage and the just the, the ease it will be for you guys who would like to search certain shows. Like I get a lot of requests around, you know, do you have shows on guilt or money or whatever? And you will actually be able to do that. And then of course, special things that I talk about in a show, you'll be able to find with ease and joy and glory. So I just wanted to let you know right off the top, cause I didn't even talk about it in the radio show. I don't think I'd had the, um, the awareness yet. So how cool is that? All right. So this week's show tips to sell anything. (laughs) And you know, these really are the things that I have come aware of through buying and selling our, our acreages, (laughs) I guess, buying the new acreage and selling the, uh, the previous acreage. Because it really was a journey where I became aware of so much through that journey. And as we talk about in Access, and of course that's where these tools and processes are from, Access Consciousness, you can go to accessconsciousness.com for more information or to find classes in your area. And what I've, you know, choice creates awareness. Choice is what creates awareness. So a lot of the stuff that I came across through this was really once we chose certain things, we had the awareness of whatever was required after we chose it. And um, to say that I knew all of this before I started would be a freaking lie. Uh, And I'm aware of it now. And I'm so grateful for the awareness. Now, I also have to say that my sweet friend, Chris, who was also my realtor, or we co-listed with Chris and Vermont. million um, realtor company called Northern Lights and Chris is part of Century 21. So we had both of them on there and a lot of these have come from working directly with Chris. He is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. If you are in the Lloyd Minster area and you require realty of any kind, please contact my friend Chris Hassel because he is brilliant and I know that I would not have the ease and joy and glory that we had with selling this acreage without him. So a really, really big thank you to you, Chris, because I know a lot of times you listen to my show. So a big, big thank you to you and to Northern Lights. You guys are all so freaking amazing. All right, so tip number one, and this is an access tool that I really, I mean... Maybe I used somewhat before, but definitely in the last six years of using these tools. And it's about communing with whatever it is you'd like to sell. So I'll probably use the example of the house throughout this program. But really, this is about selling anything, whether it's a car or uh, a service, like, you know, something you're offering in your business, like whatever it is you'd like to sell, commune with it. Because it actually has a consciousness of its own. And it is so excited to co-create with you instead of you bossing it around. And often when you're bossing it around, there's actually no space for possibilities. So the first thing was something that currently owns you. (laughs) Notice the wording, currently owns you. Because everything that we have 
actually owns us. This reality would tell us that we own it, but it's not true because with your house, like you pay the bills, the house doesn't pay the bills, you clean up the house or you hire somebody to do so, the house doesn't, so it actually owns you. Everything that you have, actually you are its bitch. <laughs> so everything that brings up will you destroy it and create it all. Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, online, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's the access consciousness clearing statement. If you're not familiar with it, you can go to theclearingstatement.com for more information about it. Basically, it's like just erasing the energy around whatever the energy comes up when I talk and ask questions. So it's a really magical way to change your life. So when you commune with something and when the first thing you want to ask it is, Truth, do you desire to own me? And you say truth in front of it so that you get a true indication of if it's true or not. It is the, one of the laws of the universe that if you say truth before you ask something, then you'll actually get a true energetic read on if it is true or not. So keep that in mind if you have kids that you're asking questions about or two if you you know in your head you can say truth and then you can say is your homework complete or I had one gal who took bars and we talked about this tool and she actually worked in a courtroom and so when she would go and ask the person questions on the stand she would in her head just say truth beforehand and she said it was just phenomenal what would come out of their mouth so keep that little uh, trick in mind because it's amazing but asking the thing truth do you desire to continue to own me and if it's a no then that is time to sell it now it doesn't mean that if it's a no and you're not ready to sell it that you have to you do want to be aware of that though I had a car a couple years ago and I'd only had her for about oh, I don't even remember now, maybe six months. And I had the awareness that she no longer desired to own me. And I asked her that and she said no. And I was like, um, <laughs> except it's not smart, you know, conclusion. It's not smart to sell a car before the two years or whatever I had decided because I always buy new or I guess I have been buying new. And I had all these conclusions around it and I just asked, I said, so Car, would you be willing to stay for a year or I don't remember the time frame now, just like, is will that work for you? And got a yes and then I actually asked like truth, if you stay, will we create an accident? No, okay, cool. Then I was willing to keep her and uh, and she was willing to stay with me and I was willing to know that, like I was willing to ask her. So you want to be aware of that. If something is, is saying I'm done with you, then if you're not ready for that, you can have a conversation with it. If she would have said, yes, I am done with you and no, I will not wait, then I mean, I would have had another choice to make, but she was willing to wait for me to basically to be ready. And then I had actually forgot about the conversation and Whatever the time frame was, whether it was the year point or the two-year point, I can't remember, uh, when that came along and I had totally forgot about my conversation with her, she started acting up. And I was like, what is going on? Like, like what is this? And then I had the memory of the conversation with her of, oh, right, I had said, will you stay until such and such? And now we're at such and such and it's time, it's asking to go again. So it's really quite cool because you basically just ask yes and no questions and then utilize your awareness of what it is. Is it yes or is it no? Now, it's difficult to do that with points of view, though. So if you have the point of view like I did, that you have to keep it for a certain amount of time, then you may not get a clear reading on your awareness. You may have the kind of buy the lie that I have to keep it for two years. So when you ask truth, are you done with me? You get a no because the two years isn't up. So before you ask your question of the inanimate object is you can destroy and uncreate. You can say, how many points of view do I have about the car continuing to owe me? 
own me, destroy and uncreate it all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, beyonds, and how many points of view do I have about uh, the car not owning me anymore? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And just clear those points of view so that then when you ask, truth car, or whatever, do you desire to own me? Then you'll actually be willing to hear what it's actually saying to you. So everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And the communing with it, like the talking with it, the asking it questions, is very magical because what you're doing basically is you are co-creating with it instead of bossing it around or deciding what it needs. You're actually co-creating with it. So everywhere that you haven't been willing to co-create with your inanimate stuff, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never co-creating that keeps you from being the magic that you truly be? Everything that brings up, we destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then it becomes the infinite gifting and receiving. Like where there's just this flow of gifting and receiving between you and it, and it and you. Nobody knows where it stops. Nobody knows where it ends. It's just this continuous flow. So then you're infinitely receiving from it and infinitely gifting to it. And it's infinitely receiving from you and infinitely uh, gifting to you. So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the infinite gifter and receiver that you truly be? Oh my, everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And any lies that you've bought and sold about what receiving and what gifting is, or how it has to be, or how it can't be, or how it never is, or how it will never be, or anything that I haven't mentioned, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because the more that you're willing to gift and receive with it, the more ease it will be to hear it, to really be aware of it. The other thing that I love to do is have everything that owns me know that it can call on me whenever it requires. So it doesn't matter if I'm in another country. It doesn't matter if I'm fast asleep. It doesn't matter. If it requires something from me, it has my permission to let me know. And... I mean, it, it shows up in different ways. I might just be, you know, right now I'm in Ottawa facilitating a class and then all of a sudden I just think of my, say my cat at home, of course not an inanimate object, uh, but, but something that can't call me on the phone, so to speak. You know, I just have this thought about my cat and I, when I have that, I mean, naturally, I just expand out and smile because my, my cats just make me smile and contribute so much to me. And I'm also aware that there, you know, there's a request there. I don't need to make it significant. I don't need to make it a big meaning. I don't need to phone my husband and say, what's wrong with the cats? Like, it really is just like, oh, okay, thank you. And of course, it, it's going both ways. So it's not like it's just the cats are just reaching out for me. It's like we're contributing and gifting and receiving with each other. And your stuff can do that too, if you give it permission. And then you have to be kind of willing to be weird. Of course, you don't have to tell anybody. And that's one of the things that so many people trip themselves up with is they think they have to tell the world that they talk to their car or they talk to their house or what if you don't? Like in Access, we use this phrase, just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. What if you could be that with your stuff too? Like what if nobody has to know that you talk to it? Because there's not a lot of people on the planet yet that can receive that. So just make sure that you're sharing with who, who can receive that. Yeah, so everywhere that you've told people, what they can't receive in order to make sure that you never be the magic that you truly be. Oh my goodness, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
And of course, with communing with your stuff, ask it what it would like. Would it like a poster on your local, you know, community bulletin board? Would it like a Facebook ad? Would it like a, in Canada, we have Kijiji. I think in the U.S. it's Craigslist. Like, what would it like? You can actually ask it where it would like to be posted that it's for sale and have that communication with it. So again, you're co-creating, you're gifting and receiving. And it might be just an awareness to phone somebody like you might have the thought, oh, I need to let so and so know. And it's not that you want to do the conclusion that if you have the awareness to let, you know, Jim know that Jim is going to buy it. It could be that Jim knows somebody or that Jim goes, oh, you know what, I'll share that at in my private Facebook group or whatever. Like there's so many possibilities with it if you're just willing to talk with the item. Like who would it like to own? Bring who you would like to own you. And with that said, there's action involved. So please don't go, okay, you know what house you want to sell? I'm just going to sit on the couch and you'll just bring who you want to to own. I mean, that'd be cool. And probably that does occur for some people. I actually just saw a post, uh, you know, how Facebook gives you a year, like shows you what happened a year ago. And it was probably last week or I don't know, recently anyway. And there was a post that I put on Facebook uh, that I'd actually even forgot about. And what had occurred was hubby and I knew we were going to be moving and we were ready to sell and all of that. And uh, I was kind of in the drama trauma of this reality with buying and selling and it'll never happen and blah, blah, blah. And that day there was a couple that were driving by and actually stopped. Hubby was in the yard and they stopped and they just said, oh my goodness, if you ever sell, please let us know because we want to buy this place. We love the view. We love it so much. And we were like, oh my gosh. And it was like, I mean, I didn't know at the time if they would buy it or not. It was irrelevant. What was really cool was kind of like the universe going, hey, you got this. Like you'll create this. So you know, what if it could be ease and joy and glory? I mean, they could have said, hey, you know, let us know what it's for sale and, and we will. I mean, they did say that to a certain degree, but not not kind of like, hey, here we are with the checkbook. Uh, so it could happen that way and be willing to take action and be willing to destroy and uncreate where you're not willing to take action. It's funny with uh, the acreage that we just sold, I had the awareness the one day to post it in um, one of the local groups on Facebook. And I actually had to clear some points of view about it because what I, you know, just kind of imagined was posting it in that group and then having people comment, what a shitty place, uh, look at how run down it is. Like I had all these crazy thoughts. So I I cleared them before I posted it. I was willing to have the awareness that the, the house was asking for that. And I was also willing to look at, oh, but I've got some crazy here. So I cleared it, just destroyed and uncreated it, you know, was aware of it. And of course, who did it even belong to? I mean, come on how funny and just because it was funny and seemed ridiculous willing to clear it and then posted it in there and actually had a lot of hits and stuff and we had so many viewings on our place it was absolutely amazing 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 how many people came in and looked at it and uh and even four offers in the end you know that is phenomenal from where the market is in this reality in our location so all right on that note we're going to head to break and we'll be right back Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes? 
possibilities and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, we are talking about tips to sell anything so we've talked about communing communicating with your with whatever it is that would like to be sold and gifting and receiving from it asking questions of it and the other tip that is that I have is really being aware of the points of view that you have about selling it because those I mean our points of view create our reality Our points of view create our reality. We are taught that it's our reality that creates our points of view. It's not true. That's why you can have two people from the same family, siblings, who have two totally different memories of childhood. One of them had amazing childhood, one of them had a horrible childhood. It's because of the points of view. So the new process, which I've talked about in other radio shows from Access, very simple and so freaking magical. How many points of view do I have about selling my acreage, my house, my car, my kid, whatever it is you want to sell? No, don't sell your kid. Uh, I don't think that's what you're supposed to do with kids. But um, anyway, like that, like how many points of view do I have about selling the acreage? How many points of view do I have creating not selling the acreage? Those, you know, like, so about it and creating blah, blah, blah it. Because those really, you guys, can change everything. And you don't have to use those clearings on just selling stuff. Like, a brilliant way to use them is clearing the points of view you have about you. You know, how many points of view do you have about you? everything that is, we just start and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, beyonds. The other way that I like to do kind of similar way to clear it is all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, and refined judgments that I have about selling my acreage I revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate them all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now that clearing I talk about all the time because it is so, it is such a quick way to change the solidity around something. And though, so when we talk about points of view, like decisions, judgments, conclusions, all of those things are all forms of points of views and I use the acronym all the DJCC's pissers and RJ's that I have about this I destroy and uncreate them all and I often will say and return to sender with consciousness right wrong good bad all nine pod pock shorts boys and beyonds so if you have something you might not but if you do have something that you'd like to be selling right now just I'm just going to run this for you So all of the DJCCs, pissers, and RJs that you have about selling it with ease and joy and glory, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then we want to go the other way also. 
So all of the DJCCs, pissers, and RJs that you have about not selling it, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because if we make it really significant to sell something, then we're already putting a barrier between us and it's selling because we've made it mean something. So let's say, for example, with my acreage, I would have had the point of view that I'm not magical if it doesn't sell. Can imagine if I had that point of view <laughs> that it would not have sold because I've already added a whole bunch of judgment, a whole bunch of that point of view energy that would actually stop it from selling. So you do want to clear them both ways. And I know a lot of times we think one clearing does it, and sometimes it does. But my experience with DJCCs, Pissers, and RJs, which again is decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, and refined judgments, are over and over and over. Because we can clear them, then we can go talk with a friend about their life about whatever and just from having that hour conversation with them pick up a whole bunch of new ones and I shouldn't say pick up but what we do is we become aware of them and then we act like they're ours so if you were trying to sell your acreage and I was trying to sell my acreage and I went to visit you and you were having a really tough day with it and the energy of it'll never happen, it can't happen, um, all of that, then unless I'm willing to be really aware when I'm with you, chances are I will walk away with those same points of view. So you really want to be destroying and uncreating DJCCs, Pissers, and RJs all the time. Now I know we're doing a show about tips to sell anything, but please use that on everything. You know, when somebody walks in, let's say your child comes home from school, energetically you've projected onto them how to show up. So if you go, oh, well, they're always late, or they're always cranky, or they're always hungry, or they're always hyper, like whatever you've projected, then until you clear the DJCCs, Pissers, and RJs, that's how they will show up for you. Now, of course, they could choose other, otherwise, but most times we don't know that that can be a possibility. I don't know how else to put that. We don't know that somebody else thinking that we're always cranky could actually make us, or make us choose, not make us, but um, have us choose that. Projections are so big. Like I, I haven't even realized even an ounce probably how big projections were. I was doing a, a class by audio and I was flabbergasted by what came up for a gal who was talking to Dane about a, uh, something that she had written and then many people around the world read it and what was projected onto her about it and how then she allowed it to impact her life and her creations. I mean, I guess her life is her creation, but like it, it was huge, huge for me to hear that. I mean, I always, not always, but ever since I've been using access and, and becoming, choosing to be more aware, I've, yeah, certainly there's certain people that I'm much more, I'm different with, and I recognize its projections, and I destroy and create it, but not until I listened to that facilitation that I went, holy shit. And it wasn't that she even thought about it. It wasn't that it had even crossed her mind. It was amazing to me. And in no way is she a victim. So I don't mean to say like poor her, but just a real kind of awareness for me to go, wow, where am I allowing the projections of others to not be what I'd like it to be? Because there's projections that will actually create more, of course. If you're, you know, somebody projects onto you that you're rich, <laughs> as long as you're not resisting it. If they project onto you that you're, you know, you're awesome, you're amazing, like, you know, just be aware of the projections that are creating more and be willing to be aware of the projections that aren't. We have some friends that we used to spend a lot of time with and would go to events, uh, meet up at them together and stuff. And we would just say, oh, you know what? They're, they're on Fisher time. <laughs> like, what a projection. 
And what I would have said to you at the time, if you would have said that to me, is like, but no, we say it's Fisher time because they're always late. And what I'm inviting you to is, are they always late because we say it's Fisher time? Which Fisher's their last name. So everything that brings up, we get a story and I create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And of course, projections do not need to be verbal. They can be energetic. You know, think about one of your kids or your spouse or your friend or your boss or whoever. What are you projecting onto them to be like? Oh, they're cranky. I used to project on hubby all the time. Oh, he's cranky for the first two days when we travel, um, you know, to Europe or to Australia or wherever, like time zone, like, you know, those things. I'd always project that. And guess what? I was always right. And then I realized it really wasn't working for me really wasn't working for me so it's like destroying and uncreating all the djcc's pissers the p in pissers is projections and rj's and that's refined judgments and i believe in december i did a whole radio show on refined judgments if you want more information about that uh, but just even if you don't understand the words running that clearing will change everything and running that with regards to what you're selling because any point of view will impact you selling it now, the other tip that I have, and this is really, really, really thanks to Chris. I mean, so many of this, this is, and this one is huge, is the price. Like most times we sell stuff based on our emotional connection to it, not what it would like to be sold for. So when you're communing with whatever it is you'd like to sell, ask it what price it would like to be sold for. So with the acreage, we had had it appraised in 2014 at $400,000. So when it came time to list it, I had said to both Chris and, and Northern Lights, just tell me what it will sell for. Because I know I want $400,000 for, well, hell, I, you know, I wanted a million for it. But tell me what it will sell for. And then I wasn't happy when Chris told me what to list it at, like I really wasn't happy. And I'm so grateful for him because he took about half an hour, if not close to an hour, of just talking me through it. I don't know what you'd say, but just in that space of like, what does, what does the price mean? Because what did it mean? And I actually did a whole show called um, what if money, does money have anything to do with it or something like that? Because it was so huge for me when I actually was willing to get that piece. Because the actual amount of the acreage means nothing. Nothing. If I sold mine for a dollar and I was going to go buy one for a dollar, right? Like really, what does it mean? What does the price of it mean? Nothing but we make it so significant. We make it that it's, it's what it has to be. Like it has to be that significant. It has to be, in, in my case, it has to be $400,000 or more, but why? <laughs> and what was so cool is the guy that we're buying from, he was willing to have the awareness for himself. And I mean, he was just emailing me and he had, it's a private sale. And he had spoke with a neighbor who had uh, sold their house shortly after we put our offer into th this acreage. And the neighbor who had somewhat of a similar house and acreage size uh, sold for, I think it was 150 or 180, I can't remember, $1,000 more than what we bought our acreage for. And what the seller said to me is he said I'm I got such a good deal on what I just went and bought it's totally relative to that and I was like wow and this was after you know all of the awareness with the pricing and all of that and all that conversation because I don't know if I'd heard him say that prior that I would have even really got that but it's true it makes no difference he was really grateful to get what he got out of for his acreage because of what deal he got on his. So I, I mean, he never said what deal he got, but we got an amazing deal based on that deal. And even to call it a deal is somewhat of a limitation because 
again, it's all relative. Yeah, if he wanted to buy a $15 million house, he probably would have needed to sell his for more. But the market will show you what it's worth to, to the market. And this was something that, you know, really helped me price it at, I think we priced it 349777. And I just left it up to the realtors. I just said, okay, you know, after Chris had my good talk with me, I left it up to them and they, they chose that number. And it was that because what I thought was, okay, house, you know what? If you would like to sell for more than that, then bring the people because the market will show you. If something isn't selling, <laughs> possibly dropping the price. But again, most times people are pricing it emotionally, not what the market is saying. So if you, you know, say you list a house and you list it for 100000 and you get three offers around $20,000, the market is showing you what it will pay for it. Doesn't mean you have to choose to sell it for that. That's still a choice. You know, that's still up to you. But recognize that you can't underprice something. <laughs> and that was so, was so interesting to me when Chris and I were talking about that because it's like, you can't actually underprice something. Because if I'd have put the house, you know, our acreage on the market for say $100,000, there would have been probably some people who offered at 100,000 or maybe even tried 90,000 or whatever ridiculousness. But there would have been people that went, wait, I'd really like that place. So in order to get it, I'm going to offer, and then they would have offered what they perceived it was. Like, so you can't actually underprice something unless, of course, you've only got one person coming to look at it and you're not putting it out there in the world and all of that, and that one person comes and you have a dollar on your, you know, brand new car, then totally different. But, like, really, the price of it, and then look at the significance that you're putting on that. Like, what have you decided? And a lot of family homes are what people really overprice. Because what they remember is the good times, the, oh my gosh, that was where, you know, so-and-so told us they were pregnant and that was where we always put the Christmas tree and there's so much emotional stuff attached to it. So instead of being willing to look at what it would like to be priced for, it they go into the emotion of it. And then if they're not willing to receive that, like, receive it selling, I guess, then they will do, and I'm not changing that. So they might have three offers come in very similar prices, but they're not willing to change it, which is totally cool. If you've been in that situation, that's fine. You know, just keep the thing. It's not, it's not right or wrong. Just recognize if you're truly, truly, truly willing to sell it, then actually be present with it. Get rid of all the stories and all of the crazy and all of the attachments and all of the reasons and justifications and all of that energy and just be present with it and ask, Truth, what would you like me to sell you for? Yeah, so everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, puck, shorts, boys, meons. And when when I asked them to, to price it or tell me what price was would sell it, and then you know, the kind of the number that I expected, you know, as much as I wanted 400, I was probably thinking closer to 375 is what they would say, just where the market is and blah, blah, blah. So then when, when Chris called and had like, you know, the 349 area, I was like, oh God, like, uh, wow. And I had talked to the house and, you know, the house from what I was like, when I was asking questions, it was 375 and higher, but then when he said that, it was like, there was such a relief in it, even though it made me want to cry, there was such a relief in it. And I just knew, wow, I was getting 375, 400, 425 because I wanted to, because of what I had attached. And like, really, what did it mean to me? Like, it's so funny to think about now, but at the time, you know, it was really, really significant. So that's the other thing clearing all of the significance you have around the price of what you're selling constantly everywhere you know everything I've made this mean destroy and uncreate it all everywhere I'm making selling this more significant than me 
destroy and uncreate it all because that significance will also keep it really stuck too. So everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop-up, shorts, boys, meons. All right, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the globe. Oh, how did I get so lucky to travel the world and play with amazing people? Oh, yum. So actually... Speaking of traveling, I'm not on the weekend of September 30th and October 1st and will be facilitating my online and in person if you want to come check out our new acreage near Sherwood Park. Uh, Money doesn't give a fuck. It is a two-day specialty class using the, the tools from Access Consciousness and I am so excited to share it at our new place and also live stream it. So if you're not able to come play at our acreage, uh, know that you can join us online and interact with us. We use proper equipment so you can actually hear the questions in the room. We've got microphones. It's part of the bonus of being married to my sweet hubby who knows how to do all that sort of stuff. So that is September 30th, October 1st, and then October 27th in the evening, 28th and 29th. Well, evening in Austria, (laughs) in Vienna, uh, is my specialty brand new, haven't facilitated it before, embodying wealth and opulence. So come and play in Vienna, Austria, or... You can do that one from your home too. How does it get any better than that? Then November 2nd to 5th is Foundation in London, England. Yes, Alan and I are going to have some fun. I can hardly wait. Then off to uh, Calgary, Alberta for Foundation November 24th to the 27th. And of course, as always, so many more things in the creation. We've got Hawaii in January. We've got uh, Paris in March. We've got so much going on. So, so much going on. And I'll tell you right now that um, next year, May to probably September, my butt will be in my pool. So I will be having a lot of classes that you can come play at there and that we'll do online, but probably not any travel in those times. Who knows? Of course, you never say never, but 
Uh, to have my own pool, my sweet friends, is a dream beyond a dream come true for me. Like beyond, beyond, beyond. And since um, since it's got the best heater in it, uh, we'll probably open it in May and, and hopefully keep it open until September or October. So we move in on Tuesday and it's the water still in there. So I'm excited to take a dip next week and... How's it getting any better? All right, back to tips to sell anything. So ask, ask for what you would like. And I'm going to add to this, be clear in what you're asking for what you would like. And I say that because I, when we listed our acreage, I started asking, what would it take to have multiple offers? Now, I actually asked, what would it take to have multiple offers above asking? Uh, the above asking didn't come in, but we had multiple offers. And then I realized that wasn't actually what I wanted. What I wanted was a sale. <laughs> and it's so funny because I really thought that I was asking for what I wanted, but it wasn't. That was a conclusion that if we had an offer, it would sell. Interesting, right? And so we had a lot of offers, well, four offers come in, but each one of those offers had a condition that the person had to sell their place first. Because our acreage was such a hot, hot commodity, we were having so many viewings. Uh, you know, Chris suggested, and of course it was always our choice, but Chris suggested that we would say to say no to them to thank them profusely and to tell them to come back when they had a sale pending on their house. And I'm really, really glad we did because it could have really tied us up because the first person who put an offer in, I mean, I, I don't know where they're at now, but they were not the ones who bought it. I think the ones who bought it was the third offer that came in. I actually don't even remember now. It's either second or third. So if we would have said yes, we, we would have had to use, you know, we would have had to get out of the contract with the 24-hour clause and all of that. So that was, to me, such a brilliant piece of advice. And that was, you know, his years of experience of knowing that maybe if we'd only had two viewings in six months, maybe then he would have suggested otherwise. But in this case, it was like, no, let's just tell them thank you and please come back when you have a, a sale pending. And so then when we went and looked at this acreage, again, private sale, but the guy happens to be a, a real estate lawyer, imagine that, and we're walking around and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I knew just, just through knowing, um, and also from my experience of looking at a lot of houses, I knew he was greatly underpriced for what the value was. And so as we were leaving, I said to him, are you open to offers that are conditional on a sale of a house? And he said, yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad to hear that because we weren't. <laughs> so <laughs> to actually, you know, have him say yes. He also, it was so amazing. It's been so amazing to work with him through this all because he's like, it's like when he met us and the things that we loved about it were things that he loves about it. So there was this connection for him, it seemed, I guess, I can't speak for him, but it just seemed like this connection of, they're gonna love it as much as we do. And because they do love it, like, like they, they would like, meaning him and his wife, would like somebody in there who loves it. So he really, he really worked with us to kind of not just take whatever he could get from anybody, but really, you know, he would've, like I, I know he wouldn't have waited forever, it just so happened it was only a couple of days later when, when the offer came in on our place from one of the previous offers and they had had a, a sale on their house. So, you know, it was just like this magic of it. And, and then, I, you know, and I was willing to ask for actually a sale of the acreage, not just multiple offers. So you want to be clear in what you're asking for too with that. And, and what would you like? Like, it's not wrong to put a price in there. You don't want to put it as... Um, like you won't take one unless it's not, like unless it's that number. At least I wouldn't. You can, of course, do what you'd like. But for me, like when I had, you know, asking for multiple offers uh, above ask, we took an offer less than ask. So I wasn't tied to it. It was just fun to ask for. Uh, and then a sale, and then I'd ask for that, of course, a, a sale with ease and joy and glory above ask. It wasn't that, but 
doesn't matter. It, it was still light to take it, it was still expansive, and it still created the sale. So you can ask for those things as long as they're not from decisions or judgments. Like I'm only going to sell this if, um, if it's above ask. You can, it just might slow down the sale of it, of course. And of course, the other piece with that too is like if you've got that energy about it, you might want to look at like, do you really want to sell it? Like if you're putting stipulations on it like that, do you really want to sell it? Yeah. And then the other thing that came up for me, and, and this is a huge who does this belong to, and it was so loud, was don't take anything personally. So if you are listing a house for $100,000 and somebody comes in and offers you $10,000, do not take it personally. Just say no if it doesn't work for you. But I caught myself so many times because every offer we got was below asking and I would get pissed. Actually, you know what? That's a lie. The first time it came in, uh, the first offer that came in, I was pissed. I was like, don't even, I, like, I just wanted to go tell them to go fuck themselves, which is, <laughs> you know, a great way to do business. Um, and, you know, this is why having a realtor is a really good idea because Abby and I didn't talk to any of them. That was all done through the realtors and they're much um, more diplomatic than, than I would have been in that moment. So then the next offer that came in was right after we found and and saw this house for the first time, the one that we bought. And all of a sudden, it didn't matter to me what the offer was. All I wanted to know for like in my own world that I needed to figure out was how much money do we need to sell for to buy this other place? And it's so it was so funny to me. It was such an energetic difference to go from, well, how dare they? Who do they think they are? Blah, 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 to, okay, let me just do some math, Chris. I've got to figure out what I can sell this place for. <laughs> God. And he said to me, and I mean, I hope that he does his own radio show one day or he does podcasts or he does videos for all of his wisdom with selling stuff. And, uh, you know, we could start like a... Um, a petition to get Chris doing something for everybody with regards to this because he's just so brilliant. But he said, money doesn't sell houses, motivation does. And I saw that so clearly with myself because when that offer came in less than asking, and of course I'd been asking for above ask, so anything less than a penny, then less than what I was asking, I was going to be mad about until I had a house. Then I didn't give a shit if I was going to buy that house and it was going to be $2, then I'd have sold mine for $1.50 and got a 50 cent mortgage. Like, <laughs> so everything that brings up for you, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And one of the best clearings still, if you've, if you've listened to me for a while, you've heard me say this clearing a million times. And in terms of p- taking this stuff serious, or seriously, taking it personally, Who or what am I defending for or against with regards to the sale of this house that if I stopped would give me all of me? Such a simple clearing that can get you out of that. And of course, also the barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. All levels, layers, lifetimes, universes, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down so that you are just you with the information. This reality says you need to, you know, if, if, there's, if, there's, if the price is at, you know, $100,000, you have to come in less. That's what you do. So then people price stuff based on them being offered less. I personally think it's fucking ridiculous. I would like to tell you how much it is and you can say yes or no and let's just have an easy day like that. But that's because I've got other points of view about that sort of stuff. I'm, I don't enjoy haggling. That's not fun for me. So it's part of doing, in, especially in realty. Now we could have said that. We could have said, Chris, do not bring us an offer less than ask. We could have done that. It's just not gonna, well, it wouldn't have created more in this case check in with yourself, you know, be aware of what's going to work for you, but just know that it's not personal. And I think I shared this on one of the radio shows recently, but 
with with one of the offers that came in, it was laced with this, well, there needs to be like in the basement, there's a lot of renovations that need to be done and there's this wrong and there's that wrong and rah, rah, rah. And I was like, wow, if they would have said to us or, you know, had the lawyer or not lawyer, the realtor convey, we love your place so much. Thank you so much for putting it up for sale. We love it. We don't have the money to buy it and then do the renovations. Would you be willing to consider a price less than what you're asking for so that we can have it, we can love it, and we can actually do the renovations that needs to be done for our family? Could you imagine getting that? Like, instead of this stupid shit of, it's shit, and here's why I need to give you less because it's shit, to, hey, we love it, and we'd love to live here. And here's what we need to do to make that work. Like that, I would have listened to. Doesn't mean I could have taken it because I, I had a house to buy. I had to have a certain amount of money. Interesting point of view that I have that point of view. Uh, so, you know, doesn't, but what a different energy. And I, and I think when I talked about it on that radio show, I talked too about a friend of mine who had done that. You know, she wrote a letter to a, a family who was selling. I think she had two different situations where she wrote letters to both times one it was accepted and one it wasn't but it's like what a kindness like then the person knows where you're coming from instead of this stupid shit and it was funny because I had that conversation with hubby because he kept doing that like we'd go in to look at an acreage with the realtor and it's our realtor so it's not a realtor who has any impact over the the listing of that acreage and he would start pointing out loudly so she could hear or he could hear wherever whoever we were with at the time that what was wrong with it and why we would pay less. I'm like, oh my God, it would drive me nuts. And then, so then I had the conversation after we got, you know, that done to us. I said to him, like, that doesn't even make sense. Not only that, telling our realtor those things is irrelevant. She doesn't care. She can't control what is going on on that end. If we want it for less, put an offer in at less, but don't go through what's all wrong with it. Anyway, it was a really funny conversation because I don't think he was even aware he was doing it kind of from that place. He'd, he'd kind of decided that's the way you do it. And I'm like, and what if it's not? Like, she, she doesn't care. <laughs> anyway, everything that brings up way to store and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. You know, and, and maybe you don't have a realtor. Maybe you're so selling privately or maybe you're selling, you know, a car or something like that. And just to me, that's a huge key of selling anything is not to take anything personal. Because as soon as you take it personal, then it's out of what it truly is, which is the exchange of something for something else. And then you've got a whole bunch of story attached and then you're mad and you're mad at that person. And it's such a waste of energy <laughs> instead of just being like, hey, okay, so what works here? Oh, that doesn't work. Okay, well, thanks for that offer. And no, that's it. That's all you need to do is, hey, that doesn't work for me, but thank you. Oh, you don't have to say thank you if you don't want to, but just that doesn't work for me. No. <laughs> so all of the defense that you've put into buying and selling and selling and buying we just store and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds, and everything that you haven't sold because of that defense energy. Maybe you tried and then you, you know, it went to shit because you were all defensive about it or they made you mad or any of that. We just destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. All right, so those are the tips for you to sell anything you would like to sell. Commune with it, talk with it, be present with it, ask it to co-create with you. Ask it what it would like, ask it to contribute, ask it to bring who it would like to own. Gift and receive with it. Yeah, clear constantly the points of view. Seriously, your point of view creates your reality. Those points of view that you can't sell something or you'll never sell something or nobody would ever want to buy it or whatever, those will prove, you will prove yourself right with those. Uh, the price, really be aware of what it's asking to be priced at. Really be aware of what you've attached to that, the meaning, the significance, all of that. Ask for what you would like. 
Be willing to, to ask and also be willing to be aware of what it's asking for. Biggest part, I'm sure, maybe not, but to me it sure was a big part of ours was don't take it personally. Drop the barriers, drop the defense, be present. Don't add a story. Just look at what is, look at what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and choose what is going to create the most. Awesome. On that note, I am going to say goodbye and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. 